Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Whether it's for cognitive function, mood enhancement, or stress relief, mushrooms are having a moment. With the global mushroom market size expected to reach $115 billion by 2030, there's no cap in sight for this booming market. My next guest is an internationally recognized mushroom educator with over 10 years of cultivation experience. He is a creator of The Mushroom Show and the host of the Fresh Cap YouTube channel, author and expert in the functional mushroom space. Right now, I'd like to welcome mycologist Tony Shields. Hi, Tony, and welcome to the NutraCast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat about mushrooms. I am too. So I got to ask, what's your background? How did you fall into this mushroom business? I mean, is that something that you wanted to get into as a child or how did that work? I've been interested in mushrooms my whole life. And to be honest, I can't tell you exactly why. I just always thought they were fascinating. So it started with just finding mushrooms in the wild, being interested in them. And eventually that evolved into starting to grow mushrooms, which is where, you know, the passion for mushrooms really started going down a rabbit hole. There's just so much to learn. And eventually I got interested in the medicinal and functional benefits of mushrooms. And that started a whole new exploration into what the kingdom fungi can really do. A lot of people get into to health and wellness because they maybe had like an illness or some type of health scare. Is that what happened with you or were, were you just genuinely interested in mushrooms? I mean, I've always been fascinated with mushrooms, but the interesting thing about mushrooms as a supplement or as a functional food is that it really does seem no matter kind of what health goal you have, there is a mushroom or a combination of mushrooms that might be able to help you. For me in particular, I was the kind of person that used to get sick all the time. So every three or four months, you know, you get that standard thing that kind of knocks you down. And I found mushrooms through their immune supporting benefits and found they were incredibly helpful for me. And to be honest, I haven't really been sick at all since I started taking mushrooms, which has been really cool. Okay, so you were way ahead of that whole immune boom over the pandemic. For sure. I mean, that's something, you know, mushrooms were my first passion. And the immune supporting benefits of mushrooms is really the thing that unites all functional mushrooms. So it was something that I discovered pretty early on in my interest in this space. So you also have a popular show on YouTube that discusses mushrooms, of course. Did you expect it to become so popular? I think you have about 15 million views. (laughs) No, I had no idea there's such an interest in mushrooms. When I started the YouTube channel, I was just kind of doing it because I enjoyed making content and I enjoyed talking about mushrooms, but I didn't expect anybody else to also be interested in mushrooms. So the fact that the YouTube channel started to grow was really mind-blowing. And now, of course, you know, mushrooms as a general topic has really come into the fold. More and more people are getting interested in so many different aspects of fungi in so many different ways. And the YouTube channel just continues to grow, which is such a great way to connect with the community. Yeah, yeah. So what topics are the most popular? Are there any certain videos that really jive with people? It's a really uh, broad range. So when we got started, you know, my passion was to teach other people how to grow mushrooms. I really enjoyed growing mushrooms and I wanted other people to get into the hobby. You know, it's something that's not nearly as popular as gardening, but more and more people wanted to learn how to do it. So those were some of the most popular videos off the top. 
which was kind of just like, you know, learning the basic steps to how to grow mushrooms at home. But as we continue to make content about mushrooms, we started making content about functional mushrooms. So taking the individual species of mushrooms, explaining not only how they grow, where they come from, but also what some of the benefits of these mushrooms are and how you can use them. And those are really popular as well, because of course, people are always looking for things, you know, that can make them either a little bit healthier or help with some sort of specific health condition. And, you know, YouTube's a great place to go and learn about those mushrooms. So those videos became really popular as well. What are some common questions that you often get? I mean, the first thing we get asked is, are these mushrooms psychoactive? Are they going to make me hallucinate? And I think that's the thing that more and more people are learning that, hey, you know, there's a, a line in the sand between functional mushrooms and psychedelic mushrooms. So the mushrooms that we're talking about don't have any sort of, you know, acute psychedelic or psychoactive effect. They're more for general health. So that's one of the main kind of misconceptions that we get. But the other questions are all across the board. You know, obviously a lot of people have specific health goals that they're trying to achieve. So a lot of the, the questions are based around that, you know, hey, can this mushroom help me do this? Or how much of this mushroom should I take for, you know, this response? And people also wanna know if they could, you know, stack different mushrooms together or use different mushrooms to achieve a certain effect. So those are kind of some of the most common questions that we get. Okay. I have to imagine it might be like picking your favorite child, but do you have a favorite mushroom? I do have a favorite mushroom. My favorite mushroom is lion's mane, and there's a couple different reasons for this. Number one, it's one of the few functional mushrooms that's both a gourmet edible mushroom. You can cook it at home. It's delicious, and it's also easy to grow, but it's a, a delicious gourmet mushroom, but it's also a powerful a nootropic or powerful brain boosting mushroom. So it kind of has two jobs where it does two different things. But lion's mane has also been really powerful for me as well. Um, I used to have a lot of concussion issues and lion's mane has been really helpful in that regard. So not only do I love to grow it, I love to eat it. And it's also been amazing for the functional health benefits. So lion's mane by far is my favorite mushroom. Okay. Another one that you've talked a lot about on your channel is the reishi. Uh, what makes that stand out and how does it compare to other mushrooms? Reishi, otherwise known as the, the mushroom of immortality, it has a few other interesting names. But the thing that's so cool about reishi is it has such a long history of use. This is one of these mushrooms that's been used for quite literally thousands of years for all sorts of things, mainly for, again, immune support, but also for allergies for relaxation, for stress relief, for all sorts of different things. And, you know, it's just one of those ones that's been around for so long, has such a long history of use. The benefits have really stood the test of time and people are still using reishi today. So it really stands out as one of those main superstars in the world of functional mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they really have listed the test of time. Uh, they've been esteemed for centuries, but mushrooms have only become mainstream in the U.S. recently, right? I mean, why do you think that is? Yeah, for a long time, I think there was kind of a culture of mycophobia in, in the U.S. You know, people thinking that mushrooms are poisonous and they're kind of these weird things that grow in the woods. And then the other side of that is a lot of people think that mushrooms have no functional benefit or aren't nutritious at all. And even for like the plain button mushrooms that you get on your pizza, that is a misconception. People think they're not nutritious, but that's just because they're not high in calories, but they're actually packed full of nutrition. 
And more recently, you know, a lot more people are looking for different natural ways to improve their health and to achieve certain goals. And mushrooms, naturally being good at that, have really worked its way into the fold. And you're seeing a lot more things like Fantastic Fungi, which was a documentary that launched on Netflix two years ago, which absolutely exploded the popularity of mushrooms in general. So I think just as more and more people are learning about this stuff, more and more people are benefiting from this stuff, it's naturally becoming a lot more popular. Mm-hmm. And so you mostly grow them and eat them, but I'm wondering, do you also take any mushroom supplements? I do. I do take a blend of mushroom supplements, mainly to support immunity. But one of my favorite things to do as well is take lion's mane and put it in my coffee. Because again, lion's mane is one of these nootropics. It's also called the brain boosting mushroom. People use it for mental clarity, for focus, and just for general cognition. So I like to have lion's mane in my coffee. It might kind of sound weird to people to put a mushroom in your coffee, but it actually tastes pretty good. And uh, the benefits are definitely worth it. I agree. I have a mushroom powder, lion's mane, that I put in my coffee. And it does add a little bit of flavor, but you don't really taste it too much. So I hope it adds a little mental clarity. I haven't been taking it that long, so I'm still figuring that part out. (laughs) Right. I mean, for some people, we'll have like these acute benefits, which means they can kind of feel the uh, difference of the mushrooms right away, specifically for something like cordyceps, which is another mushroom we haven't talked about, but this is kind of like the energy mushroom. A lot of athletes and runners use it. And a lot of people will get like an acute energy boost from that. And they might put it in their pre-workout. But for the vast majority of people and the vast majority of use cases, mushrooms are one of these natural substances that kind of works better over time. So quite often you do need to use mushrooms for two, three, or even more weeks to really feel the benefits. Okay. So you mentioned cordyceps for athletes. What are some different types of mushrooms for for different categories? Yeah. So again, the the main one is immunity. And the best mushroom for immunity is a mushroom called turkey tail. And you might have seen turkey tail before walking along uh, in the woods. It grows on logs and it really does look like a turkey's tail, but it's packed full of these compounds called fungal beta-glucans, which can really support our immune system. So turkey tail is kind of the immune supporting mushroom As I mentioned, reishi is another one that we mentioned, but that is most often used for kind of relaxation and sleep, kind of used as an adaptogen. So that's another way to characterize what that mushroom does. Uh, Lion's mane, again, is the brainiac. It's a mushroom that's good for brain health and focus. Cordyceps, again, the energy mushroom used for athletes. And then we have a lot of other mushrooms, like, you know, they're a little less well-known in the functional space, shiitake, maitake, Enoki. All these mushrooms have their own kind of unique superpowers that people use for all sorts of different reasons. Is that something that you regularly incorporate into your cooking too? You totally can, and we do, yes. Uh, I don't do a lot of the cooking at home, but uh, Tegan, who's the co-founder of Fresh Cat, does a lot of cooking. And, you know, the great thing about these mushrooms is you can use them in all sorts of different ways. Not only can, you know, some of the mushrooms, like I mentioned, lion's mane, or shiitake or maitake, they're also delicious gourmet mushrooms. So you can easily add them to different meals. But even if you wanted to use something like reishi, which is not a gourmet mushroom, if you try to chew on it, it's hard as wood and it's bitter and it wouldn't really work. But you can take a reishi extract powder and you can add it to anything. You can add it to your smoothie, you can add it to a soup, you could add it to you know overnight oats. So there's a lot of different ways you can add these mushroom powders into your cooking and benefit from mushrooms that way. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for folks who maybe are just walking around in the woods and notice the mushrooms? Like, is there a guide or is there any advice you can give people? 
Yeah, that's kind of a tough one because there are, you know, millions of species of mushrooms, you know, only 120,000 or so of those do we actually know and have been named and recorded, but only, you know, a small handful, like a dozen or so, are actually known for their functional benefit. So you wouldn't want to just go around in the woods and, and kind of pick random mushrooms. You know, it's probably not as dangerous as people think. Again, I don't want to impose any kind of mycophobia or make people scared of mushrooms. But the reality is there are some mushrooms out there that can make you quite sick. But if people do want to learn how to go in the woods and find their own mushrooms, the best way to do it is to join your local mycological society or, you know, hook up with some people in your local area that really understand this stuff. Because mushrooms can vary depending on where you live, depending on the time of year, depending on, you know, the different areas that you're foraging, et cetera. And it can be really difficult to have something like a broad guidebook where you just identify something through a guidebook. So it really is something you want to experience. So I highly recommend joining your mycological society and going out on a foray and seeing what you could find learning that way. All right. That's interesting. I, I guess I never thought to join a group like that. And I, to be honest, didn't even know those existed. So that's definitely something that we can all look into. So I got to ask, you know, this is a trend that has really hit the U.S. Do you think it'll fade or do you think mushrooms are going to stick? I think they're 100 percent going to stick. And here's why. Mushrooms actually work. You know, if this was something that was a fad, people might use it for a while and eventually people realize, hey, this isn't really doing anything. Eventually the marketing slows down and that's where you get a fad or nothing happens. But mushrooms, again, with this long history of use, some of them have been used for thousands of years. These things really do make a difference. So I think they're just going to continue to become more popular until they're just a natural part of our nutrition and supplement regime. I think more and more people are going to be continuing to use mushrooms, finding ways to incorporate into their lives. And, you know, in my mind, that's a great thing. Yeah, people really are starting to incorporate mushrooms. And I got to say, in some places, psychedelic mushrooms. Do you have any thoughts on those? I think what's happening in the realm of psychedelic mushrooms right now is really, really cool. There's some amazing research that's coming out that are helping people with all sorts of things, things from PTSD or anxiety and all sorts of different use cases where for the longest time, you know, 40 or 50 years, research into these mushrooms has just been ignored. But now people seem to be opening up to this idea that psilocybin mushrooms or these different psychedelic mushrooms can have all these amazing use cases and potential medicinal benefits. And in my mind, anything that's going to make the world a healthier and happier place is awesome. So I think it's really cool. And I think the next, you know, three to five years, we're going to see some amazing research coming out and some big time changes, not only in the narrative around psychedelic mushrooms, but in the ways people are using these things to benefit their overall health, specifically mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been some amazing research on magic mushrooms and, and microdosing. Do you have any predictions for this area? I do. I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, in in Canada, where I'm from, I think it might eventually follow the same route that cannabis did, Um, you know, where dispensaries start opening up in areas like Vancouver. We're already seeing mushroom dispensaries opening up in Vancouver where people can just walk in, speak to a registered nurse or somebody who's at that location, kind of tell them what problems you're having, and they might recommend a certain strain or a certain dose of psilocybin mushrooms. And eventually what's going to happen is there's going to be enough of these dispensaries that they will have to put kind of a legal framework around that. There's some other things that I've heard of that might be happening in the U.S. 
where there's some sort of, you know, licensing where you can like take a course on how to use these things properly and get a license to purchase them. So, you know, it's not a perfect analogy to say mushrooms might do the same thing as, as cannabis because they're completely different things and uh, they have completely different effects, but it does show a model. And I think, you know, we are starting to see the early signs of that happening in Canada. So I think the next three to five years, we'll have a lot more clarity in what a future of psilocybin mushrooms is going to look like. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. It's certainly something to keep our eyes on. Before I let you go, what's next for you? Are there any projects or anything fun or interesting that you're working on? We are always working on a ton of stuff here at Fresh Cap. Of course, we're always coming up with new videos and new ways to kind of share the magic of mushrooms, not just with magic mushrooms, obviously, but (laughs) functional mushrooms. And uh, yeah, me and my co-founder and wife, actually, Tegan, we are writing a book called Mushroom Powered. So we're very excited about that. That's going to be going over basically everything we know and everything we've ever experienced about mushrooms. And that should be launching sometime in the fall. So we're really excited about that to continue to spread the spores and share the story of mushrooms. Oh my gosh, I love that spreading the spores. My colleague, Tony Shields, thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a ton of fun. I love that spreading the spores. That cracks me up. (laughs) (laughs) Spread the spores. Gotta get it done. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week. <laughs>